Old Talk SLP with your host, Elise Clark, the Javelin Speech This is a show to help speech pathologists navigate the SLP world with real-life stories to celebrate therapy successes and how to persevere when failure comes knocking on your door. Hey, hey, this is Felice Clark, the Real Talk SLP podcast host. We are on episode number 14, and I'm just going to do a little check-in with y'all. Um, how are we feeling? I'm sure your school district just dropped a big old cray-cray bomb and gave you the school plans for the year. Or maybe they just said, nope, nope, nope. Remember that plan we discussed at nauseum? That's not going to be the plan. <laughs> you're going to do something entirely different. Um, so you're probably either in two camps, freaking out, trying to breathe in a bag, going, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? This is not good. Your emotions are changing every hour, maybe every minute. I get it. Um, or you're on the other camp where you're like, la, 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 la. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm still on summer break. I'm not going to worry about a thing. Just pass me my iced tea and I'll continue reading my book poolside. Um, what, whatever camp you're on, we all are eventually going to have to go back to work and try to make this thing work as best we can. So I decided to bring on a guest that knows everything there is to know about boom cards. Now, some of you maybe have been using boom cards for months. You love them. You think they're amazing. While other people are like, I keep hearing about these boom cards. What's the fuss about all these boom cards? And you just are kind of like, I don't want to learn another thing, or I'm a little bit overwhelmed. This is the episode for you because Mandy is going to share what they are, some tips for how to get your students engaged. And she's going to share some of her favorite boom cards. Um, that she uses with her students. So before we get chatting to this interview, I just want to say something. Every time I think about Boom Learning, the Boom Learning website, I just want to start singing, baby, you're a firework. Come on, let your colors burst. Make them go, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's because of the boom in the website. I, it makes me think of Katy Perry's firework. So yeah, thanks for that little, I know I had a little tangent there, but let's get back on point. Um, we are going to have Mandy, who is a TPT author with the store Panda Speech. She also is a school-based SLP working in Texas, and she loves to make resources and give you guys strategies and tips that help encourage carryover of speech and language skills into the classroom, home, and community. So if you like hands-on materials that are engaging, Mandy's your SLP. Um, she also loves dogs. She's a big Boston Terrier enthusiast. So if you have a Boston Terrier, go head over to Instagram and tell her that you guys can now be Boston Terrier enthusiast besties. All right. Um, so we, yeah, we are going to be talking all about boom cards. You're in for a treat. So let's head on over to that interview. All right. So let's go to the interview podcast with Mandy. Hey, Mandy. Um, I'm so excited to have you on the Real Talk SLP podcast today. Hey, thanks for having me. 
Yeah, I'm so excited. So um, just before we we start talking about boom cards today, I would love if you could just talk a little bit about um, first your like what areas you like to treat in therapy, where you where you're from. I know you're from you have you work in a school um, setting, but just a little bit of a background about your um, speech pathology journey. Okay, yeah. So I'm in Texas and I work at a school district that's pretty small. So I'm the only SLP there, which it's it has its advantages and disadvantages. Um, but that's why I really love connecting with SLPs through social media since I'm a loner in my job. Um, I've been working since 2009. That's when I graduated. Um, I work from everything from three-year-olds to um, like 22-year-olds. So I have like the full spectrum. So I have to kind of, you know, be easily adapt to whatever in my job because it's only me. Yeah, awesome. Um, I think social media has just changed the way our field can connect because even though I do work with a lot of SLPs in my district, it's still nice knowing I can go to like Facebook and ask a question and get a lot of information. So I think for your situation, it's super awesome that you can open up more connections so you feel confident about your job. Um, okay, so I love songs, and I like to use song lyrics to represent, like, what's happening in my world. So I, before we talk about Boom Cards, I would love it if you could share your song that sums up 2020 for you. <laughs> yes. So this song is kind of like has been my life motto, but it applies to what 2020 right now. It's called Unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield. So like this song basically says you have to write your own story and sometimes you have to rewrite it. It's like about living life to the fullest and not planning out everything because you never know what might happen or change. So like kind of like the course is like each day is a blank page and is it, it's up to you to fill it. So you have to keep your eyes open for all possibilities. And like 2020, we have no idea what's coming. So I feel like as SLPs, we're going to have to rewrite how we do our job. And that can change day to day because, you know, right now they're saying we get to go back to school, but that could change tomorrow. So, you know, I, I just love that song. And I would totally sing you a clip, but I blew out my vocal cords doing Disney karaoke with my nieces this weekend. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. You know, I I know that song and that is a perfect song and reminder that we just have to like keep the, you know, we're just going to be rewriting 2020 a lot because we were supposed to kind of have like a hybrid in California and now we're starting the year distance learning. And so fun times, but I think this segues really well into talking about boom cards because, um, I don't know about you, but I can, I know for myself and for other SLPs, they are kind of freaking out. Like how the heck are we supposed to plan for therapy um, and have the materials we need to start the year feeling like we can do this. And I think boom cards can be a really great tool for SLPs. So why don't you share what boom cards are and how SLPs could use them in as a therapy material? Yeah, so boom cards are basically like digital task cards or digital interactive games. Um, 
So there's a ton of speech therapy boom cards out there now. A lot of SLPs started making them, especially this spring. There was a huge increase of what's available. Um, the great thing about them is they can be programmed to give automatic feedback to the student through like visuals or sounds, and they can be self-grading, which is data collection for you, which, you know, we all love data collection. So the boom cards can make it automatic. Um, you can also assign boom cards to families to practice as homework, and they don't have to have like a boom card account. It's, there are just so many things you can do with it. And the reason why I really love them is because um, I don't really have to lesson plan with them. So if I know I have, you know, five Arctic kids and a language kid, I just, you know, go into my boom library and they're just all there. Um, and, you know, you can find them for everything imaginable. It's so awesome to see how many SLPs started creating them um, since, the, you know, the COVID-19 thing started. Um it just gives you a digital option um, that you can use in teletherapy, and it's super easy. Like if you haven't done them, I promise they're so easy and just so amazing. And I think they uh, the Boom Learn. So it's like a Boom Learning website. I'm pretty sure. Don't you have to have um, Wi-Fi? You have to have internet. Yes, I and believe. that's yeah. That's the only thing. The parents using them. Um, and then obviously you, uh, if you're using them through teletherapy, you obviously have internet, but they have to be accessed with Wi-Fi or some kind of internet access. And then if the child is using, if we're sending them Boom links, do they have to have the Boom app on their iPad? Or Because I, I remember I would assign Boom cards to students, and I was hoping that they were using their Chromebook um, just to take the link and go, but... Do they have to open up the app on the iPad? Do you know? Well, I know the app is free. So I always tell my parents to download it because it works better. It will open up on any kind of um, browser. But if they are using a tablet or iPad, just encourage the parents to download the app because it's free. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, the upfront work of getting familiar with the website, there's a lot of YouTube videos. I have a YouTube video on my channel about how to assign it and what it looks like because you can assign these things in Google Classroom. So you do kind of, I mean, if you're if your teachers are using Google Classroom, then you can assign it. And like Mandy said, you can get data if your parents are using it with their student, with their child at home. But it is, I mean, if you're tech, not tech savvy, you're going to probably feel a little overwhelmed at first. But if you do the work up front, I think what Mandy's talking about, like you have a library of materials to go and it makes it so much easier. Uh, wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. And if, if it's all of the assigning and creating the classrooms, it's too overwhelming. You can just use it as like play ready games. You don't have to do all of that. You can still have amazing therapy sessions, even if you don't want to spend all the time learning the more techie part of it. So I like that as well. You know, you can use it to its fullest potential or just use it as quick play games for therapy. Totally. And I'm going to be honest here, um, Mandy, and I don't, you, you can chime in too if you have a different opinion, but um, boom cards are, were never my first choice for a therapy material. I had heard about them, um, but I am 
before COVID happened, I was definitely like the hands-on therapist. I like technology. I incorporate it in my sessions, but it is not my first go-to because so many of my kids, um, they just are inundated with technology all day long. So I, I was really meaningful if I use digital materials. And so the idea of like being using digital materials only was just like, no, I don't want to do that. And because I love toys and books and everything. So I know there's SLPs out there that feel that way. So I would love to know what is your advice for SLPs that aren't super sold with boom cards or digital materials? Like what, it, what would you say to that? Well, I think in the times we are in now, it's um, it's a great time to kind of get over that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, just honestly, because uh, teletherapy, you are going to be able to use your regular resources. And I actually use physical resources and teletherapy all the time. But having the digital option that the student can interact with on the screen, it really, it really boosts engagement for the kids and kids love that. Um so my best advice is to download some free sets and just try them out. I think you'll be surprised how easy it is to use and how engaging it is for the student um, because we all may be, you know, put back into this teletherapy mode for a while. I mean, we just we just don't know. And I like I said, I like using physical resources during um, teletherapy, but I don't have a big fancy office at my house. I have a chair in the corner of my room, so I can't really have a lot there. So having all of these boom decks and like that cover basically my whole caseload, that makes it easier for me too and less stressful. I agree. Yeah. So I'm not, yeah, I like boom cards. Um, I think what makes them interactive is the kids can, a lot of the boom cards, they can move them. Um, I know, I think you have some games like the Connect Four, and I really like your um, interactive books. I used to use those all the time with my younger students with autism. And did you, have you made those into interactive boom cards now? Yeah, actually, every single one of my books now are available as a what I call a boom book. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, um, instead of lifting a flap like in a regular book, they slide the flap over with their finger or their mouse, however they're using it. And then they slide the picture symbols into the sentence strips. So just like the physical book. And a lot of my students recognize those books from my a physical therapy room, and they're so excited to see it on the screen in a game version. Um, so yeah, I think um, if you there's so many materials on Boom Learning that kind of look or mimic regular therapy resources, so the students get really excited to see them. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna. I ha I used Boom cards mostly for like assigning distance learning, and this year I think I'm gonna be like diving in for teletherapy sessions, um, using them because I, yeah, that's my biggest thing with materials in general is it has to be engaging for my students. Otherwise it's no fun. So I would love to know, like, what are your tips on how you've made boom cards engaging for your caseload and boosting like that engagement piece? So I, I tend to be a little extra with everything I do because I get bored in therapy. So I always am changing things up for the students. So for example, like 
for my pirate theme boom cards, I'll wear an eye patch. So the kids will log in, and see me with an eye patch, and then we'll have, you know, a pirate theme boom cards. Just little things like that. But another thing that I stress, like when you're using a boom card, some kids, it's hard to stay engaged with a computer screen for 25 minutes. So like go in and out of it, like do brain breaks or, you know, have like a puppet, you know, where the kids can interact or talk with a puppet on the screen or something. Um, and that's kind of like, I guess my go-to tip on that. Um, cause if you expect a pre-K kid to sit in front of a screen for 25 minutes, no matter how amazing your boom card is, they're not going to do that. We all know that. Um, I had to do teletherapy with pre-K in the spring and you know, I had to get pretty creative. Of course, you need a good parent there too. <laughs> um, but um, I think as long as long as you're, you know, breaking it up, stand up, do jumping jacks with the kids, or you know, whatever the theme in the boom card is, try to find some physical thing to relate to it. Yeah, I like that idea of the eye patch and um, or just props. I remember I forget who was recommending that, but just like having a fun hat or a fun um, puppet, like, hey, we're going to do this boom card with, with our froggy puppet today would just help switch it up. And I like the whole, like, switching up the schedule um, with movement breaks. I really like Go Noodle. Do you have any movement breaks that you like? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, Go Noodle is obviously a really good one. Um, I tend to do, like, <laughs> the kids really love doing this where you do act like me. So we'll take turns and they have to do whatever I do. And I'll do some silly dances or pretend, you know, to be swimming. And then they'll have a turn where I get to mimic them. And that's like easy. You don't need any kind, you don't need to click on another tab. And, you know, kids love doing that. That's perfect. I like that idea. Um, okay. So to summarize what you said, you said, keep it, um, short, you can do breaks. You can play the act like me, um, brain break and bring props in. And that really helps with in keeping the boom cards engaging. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something else, but I don't remember. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Mom brain. Um, right. And then I think we kind of talked about this already, but do you have any recommendations for navigating the boom learning site or do you have any tutorials? Um, that you like for getting more familiar with boom learning? Well, you know, like I said earlier, you know, Facebook groups and social media has really helped me. Um, there is, there are a couple Facebook groups that you can join. One is SLPs go digital. Um, they talk about all things digital and teletherapy, but boom cards is a hot topic in there. And then uh, there's another one. It's like SLP digital resources. Um, so those two Facebook groups are really great. Um, and then there is a teletherapist named her blog is whimsical word. She has a great boom card tutorial that I like since there are so many good ones out there. I, I didn't recreate the wheel on that. So, um, I just recommend checking out those. Okay. And we can put, um, I'll put links in the show notes for everyone. Um, but yeah, Whimsical SLP has a ton of good uh, resources for all things digital. And I'll get, I'll go find that link and put it in the show notes. And then I'm pretty sure, isn't there like a Facebook group for boom, car boom cards for, I think yeah. it is. There is, and it's kind of for like all boom cards because boom cards is not just for speech therapy; it's for 
like teachers and different kind of educational resources, which I actually like to use some teacher boom cards, especially for my kids working on reading comprehension and other uh, tasks, because you can find different um, things that you can tie into your speech therapy lesson. So that that group is great if you want to find, you know, a, a larger variety of boom cards. Cool. Yeah. Um, I know I'm pretty sure Rachel Lynette's on boom learning. Um, I loved all of her task cards when I worked in middle school. And I know Hallie has Hallie Sherman from speech time to fun has some good task cards for older kids, but I would love to know, uh, what are some of your fave free boom card sets or stores that have some good, like really good free sets for people to go check out to see what, what boom learning is all about. Well, so there are so many now, and so it's really hard to just filter through all of them. But um, there, like if you're working with Apraxia, you know, there is a really great free game board by Speech Therapy Plans um, that you can download and try out. And it's just a simple moving a game piece around a board with, you know, those VC-CVC combos. Um, and then for articulation, um, I, I have a couple from my, like I make samples with a few sounds if you want to check out my free ones. Um, cause articulation has kind of been my like boom go-to, um, besides my interactive books on there. Um, I'm just obsessed with making fun articulation boom card sets. So, um, but, you know, Ashley Rossi has a ton and hers are really great for data collection because they're correct versus incorrect um, responses and they're pretty simple. And she has a lot of free sets available. Um, and there is a Mr. Potato Head reinforcer freebie that I really think every SLP should have in their library because what kid doesn't like building a virtual potato head. Um, exactly. I, I can't remember who that's by, but if you just go to Boom Learning and search potato head, it'll pop up like the first one. Um, and Goldie Speech, I think it's Goldie Talk Speech has a, a, several free ones that are really good. Hers are really great for articulation drilling. Um, so check hers out as well. Cool. Yeah. And I found a really good um, set from Speech Your Mind. It's a free four-step hygiene boom card set and it has answer choice, like there's answer choices. So it's been, I was like, oh, I'm going to use this this year with my students with moderate to severe disabilities that need those additional prompts. And it's for like washing hands and I think there's brushing teeth and a few other things. So it. I was like, I was like liking that one. Um, and I think you have my favorites free boom card activity. You want to talk a little bit about how you use that? Yeah, that one's a really great, like kind of like starter activity because it goes through different favorites, like my favorite color, my favorite food, um, toys, that kind of thing. And the students just get to slide a picture into the, the sentence strip. Like I like hamburgers, I like scooters, whatever it is. And you can use that for like, I mean, categories. You can use it for just getting to know you. You can use it for, you know, sentence construction. And it's it's really fun because, you know, kids love talking about their favorite things. And of course, you can tell them your favorite things. Um, and I also have a free functional vocabulary book about animals that is that is one of my go-tos because all kids relate to animals and they love seeing 
like the real photos of the animals. Yeah, they do. And um, I think I'll put it, I'll put link both of those for everyone in the show notes. And I think that favorites um, free boom cart activity is perfect for the first week of therapy when you're kind of like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? How am I going to bond with my students? And especially in this new media platform. I know for myself, um, I'm starting a new school with new staff and new students. And so I've been trying not to freak out because, oh, wow, yeah, I'm, yeah. Anyway, cause that is not how I want to, I mean, you know how it is, especially when you're working with students where they need to get to know you. I like to go into the classroom and, um, see what's up in there before I start therapy and that's not going to happen, I don't think, this year. Right. Yeah. So um, so I think finding some of these great activities that will help you uh, bond with your students and get them talking so they feel comfortable will be um, good a good resource at the start of the year. So um, that kind of leads into... What we have, Mandy and I have partnered up with uh, seven other SLPs. Am I doing my my math right? It's you I and I eight. plus seven. I, I think there's <laughs> ten of us total. Ten, yes, okay. I mean. <laughs> Uh, thank you. But we, yeah, we knew that the start of the year is just going to be crazy, stressful. Um, we, a lot of us don't know what's, what we're walking back into if we're doing in-person therapy, teletherapy, distance learning. So we decided to come together as a group and put together a mega bundle of articulation and language resources, plus some extra bonus resources for you to have so you're ready for the start of the year that can be used in person, digitally, um, and they're easily adaptable. So it can cover most of your caseload or all of your caseload. Um, so Mandy, do you want to kind of like jump in and share a little bit more about what we're doing? Yeah. So it's, well, it's a one week only um, sale. So, you know, it has a limit on when you can get it. But like Philly said, it's whether we're in person or digital, like it's just such a good group of resources that'll set you up. Like you won't really need anything else if you buy this bundle, um, especially if you get the one um, with articulation language and the bonus materials. Because um, in, I mean, it covers everything from like a getting to know you activity to visual schedules to adaptive books to no prep worksheets to boom cards to Google Slide resources. I mean, it's everything you could need. Um, and you can use them no matter what your, you know, your work is going to look like during all of this crazy time. Yeah. So there's three bundles. There's an articulation bundle where you can get 10 articulation resources for only $24. It's like a 104 value. So you're going to be saving 75% off of that bundle. The language bundle has 13 language activities, but the mega bundle has, I think, 30 resources. So it has all the articulation and the language resources plus bonus resources. And I'd say if the most of the resources are no either no prep, boom cards, or they have a digital Google slide component so that you can use it printing it off or use it digitally by sharing your screen in your teletherapy session with the Google slide. So it's it's pretty much you're covered. And it, I think it even has, we have stuff, for, 
it's ideally made for kindergarten through fifth grade, would you say, Mandy? Or sixth yes. grade? Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff can be used with older students just depending where they're at skill level. Um, but I would say, you know, it's geared more towards elementary. Yes. So if you are kind of, you know, if you need a little treat yourself moment and you need something to make you feel a little bit happier about the school year <laughs> and feel prepared, go get the bundle. Um, it it started today or nope, it started yesterday um, and it's going to end this Sunday, July 26th. So if you are like thinking you really want this, do not wait, get it. It's only for a week. It won't happen again. So this is the time. Right. And like, don't stress about like searching for resources right now. This, this is what we designed this um, awesome deal for. Exactly. Yes. We want you to feel like, boom, I got it. <laughs> Every, I can go back to reading my book on a, on, at the pool. <laughs> right. <laughs> and know that I am, you're ready to go. So uh, thank you, Mandy, so much for coming on the Real Talk SLB podcast. I think I feel so much better about using boom cards this year with your tips um, on how to make them engaging. And why don't you let everyone know where they can find you if they have more questions about boom cards? You can find me on the social media platform of your choice. I'm on everything, um, just at Panda Speech, all one word. You can find me on any of them. Um, you can send me an email, pandaspeech at gmail.com, or go to my website, send me a message through there. It's pandaspeech.com. Perfect. All right. Well, it was great chatting with you, and I look forward to using some of your boom cards this, this year. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Talk to you later, Mandy. Bye. Bye. I hope this episode with Mandy just helped inspire you to just head on over to the Boom Learning website and check it out. Um, the best way to get started with something new and different is just by taking little baby steps with with investigating what it can do and using it as you feel comfortable in your sessions. So I really loved Mandy's tips on that. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, feel free to subscribe to the to the podcast and leave some feedback about which episodes you're really loving and what you would want in the future. I really love hearing from you guys and I want it to be I want this podcast to be a real conversation so that we can remember that we're all in this together, but we are also trying to be better together as well. So anyways, take care and just remember, be the SLP that every kid wants to see. All right. See you later. Uh-huh.